We begin with the blessing of life of Moda Ani Lefanecha. Moda, we begin our life with thank you, Hashem. We begin our life, uh, we begin our day, which is technically our life. Um, not even technically, it is our life. Um, with uh, thank you to Hashem and the recognition that that everything we have and everything we 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 go through all the physical things that we have all the all the uh, challenges that we have and everything that we experience is really uh, a gift from Hashem it's it's not always clear we don't always have the clarity to see that, and our ego, the ego, uh, which is our thoughts a lot of times, is uh, pushes away the blessings that we have, that it doesn't give a person the ability to recognize the bracha, the shefa, and the ability for a person to really process that which, which we experience and our thoughts, and our, um, that's what I'm saying, <coughs> ego, what happens is, is that our negativity, and our uh, explanation of, of, of our life, and the way things are, gets in the way of what really is. As we've said many times, that a person suffers in his mind when he pushes away reality. When a person pushes away what is, when a person doesn't accept what, what is, and a person is fighting the, the mitzias, he's fighting the reality of whatever it is that you're going through. You know, people say that they want to have a great day. People say, and we speak about it, you want to have a great day, you want to have an amazing day, and uh, part of having an amazing day is when a person just learns to accept and not fight whatever it is happening in his life. Sometimes we are our greatest enemy. A person can have a difficult relationship with someone. A person can have a difficult uh, situation with something. And instead of spending one's mental energy, instead of a person spending the amount, the, the ability, thank you so much. Instead of a person spending the time uh, and the energy and the mental energy on, on solving the problem or solving the challenge, right? all of us have a, a, a lot of koach, have a lot of power in our heads, in our emotions. And instead of us spending that time uh, developing um, ourselves and developing and dealing with the problem, we, we fight against that reality and we're fighting against the whatever it is that we're that we're that we're dealing with let's give an example right if a person sees if a person sees uh, negativity in someone as we're, we start off with with Chavetz Chaim and a person judges someone or a person feels a certain way towards someone so what happens is that a person can can 
can spend time fighting, fighting himself with the fact that, oh, I can't believe I don't like the guy, or this is why I don't like the guy, or, or he's, you know, I can't believe I, I judge him so negatively. How long is he in my life like this? How can I get him out of my life? How can I deal with this situation? Whatever it is. And he's fighting his reality, as we've said many times. When you fight reality, which we'll talk about in a second what reality is. Reality is whatever, whatever's happening. Whatever's going on, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's a good feeling, whether it's a bad feeling, whether it's a non-feeling. Sometimes people say, I want to feel, I want to feel. It's okay that you don't feel. It's okay. That's okay also. That's the reality. But when we fight reality, we only lose every time. We only lose 100% of the time. And Hashem has given us so much koach. Hashem has given us so much power. And Hashem has given us so much ability to, to use our, our minds, to use our emotions, to use our physical, whatever it might be, to use everything He's given us to, to, to deal with whatever it is we have to deal with. And, and what happens is the Sahara makes it that we're fighting, we're fighting ourselves and we don't even get to fight. We don't even get to fight with that which it is that we need to deal with. You know, it's like, um, it's like you have two people, right? We spoke about this on Thursday. It's like you have two people yelling at each other, right? And they're yelling and screaming at each other. They're not even getting down to the, to the crux of the issue because they're so busy not listening to each other. They're so busy, so in, in their heads, they're not even listening to each other. They're not even getting down to the bottom of the problem because they're so busy fighting and resisting and pushing away what is. And I think that's probably one of the biggest problems that we have, is that we have a problem. And I'm still in the world of, I can't believe I have this problem. Like, we don't even get, uh, I think they, I forgot who said it, I think they say 90% of, of fixing a problem is, is, is recognizing that this is my problem. This is my problem, and this, that's it. So I'm a, so I'm a uh, lazy guy, okay. But we fight the fact that, that you know I'm lazy, or we fight the fact that you know I can't believe I'm lazy, or or you know I, I, I'm not supposed to be. I shouldn't. I should this. I should that. And what happens is when a person when a person is is and really all you're doing is you're fighting against yourself. That's really what what, what a person is doing. When a person sees negativity in someone else, we have to always remember that. When we see negativity, there are two things. First of all, you have no idea what that person has gone through. You have no idea what that person goes through. Nobody has any idea why this person's like this and why this person's like that. But we don't even get to the, to the crux of the issue. The issue is why does it bother me? We don't even get to the fact that why does it bother me? Why am I suffering through this? Why do I have this challenge? Like we answer up and we figure it out. We think we figured it all out. Well, we haven't even gotten... To the, to, the, to, the, to the issue at hand. And once we get to the issue at hand, you say, okay, I don't like this guy. This guy bothers me. This guy triggers me. This person, uh, you know, I look at, at a certain way. So when a person looks at that and say, okay, great. Let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. What, why does that bother me? What is, it does bother me. It does bother me. Okay, I have this laziness. Great, I got it. That's it, I have it. I love giving in to this desire. I love 
giving in to this desire. Okay, why do I love giving in to this desire? Okay, I could try and analyze that. How could I stop giving in to this desire? How could I stop giving in to my laziness? But instead, what we do is we'll sit there the whole entire time trying to justify why it is. Do I? I don't. I'm not sure if I do. Uh, I do really feel. I don't really feel. I am lazy. I'm not really lazy. I shouldn't be lazy. I got to change it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get a picture of what it is that I'm dealing with. Let's try and understand what it is that I'm dealing with. Once you do that, you're already 90%, and I mean that, you're already 90% away. As we've said, denial, D-E-N-I-A-L, denial. Denial, don't even notice I am lying. Don't even notice I am lying. That's a challenge that a person can have. A person can have the fact that he doesn't even notice that he's lying because he's, he's fighting himself. He's fighting himself. I made a shahakal before. I'm going to have this question. <coughs> question, comments, please. Yes, Yona, please. Is it accepting the problem or recognizing it? Yeah, it's, I, I, so I like that question a lot. I would start with recognizing it. I wouldn't worry about accepting it. I think people go very, way too quick to the acceptance. And then what happens is you skip steps. People skip steps when it becomes, you know, acceptance. It's a very high level for a person to accept it. I would first start with, with I recognize that this is, first, yeah, I'm gonna say even more than recognizing. I would say being able to identify, identify. Like we've said, like we've, we've said this from a few weeks ago, right? 90% of our thoughts are the same, are repetitive thoughts. So there's nothing, there's not, not much going on differently. And the older you get, the more consistent it is. So, so you have, you've had those same thoughts. You wake up in the morning, you're basically having the same thoughts. You think about your mother, you basically have the same thoughts. You think about your father, you basically have the same thoughts. Your family, your roommate, life, God, whatever it might be, you have those same thoughts. The first step, Yona, as, as, as we're saying, the first step is identifying. What is that thought that keeps on coming and why does that, I would start with that. What is the thought? Identifying. Oh, there it goes again. I said, you know, I sat with someone the other day and we wrote down, right? He says, I'm I, he was telling me he feels, he feels a certain way about himself. And then we were writing down all the thoughts that come into play when he thinks about himself in a critical, when he's very self-critical, which a lot of people have. They have a part of them that's very, very critical. Oh, I'm messed up. I'll never make it. Um, you know, I'm weird. Um, I'm not like everyone else. I'm this, whatever it was. He was listing a thing. And then we had a list of about 10, 15 things that he wrote that those are the thoughts that come in his head. And then throughout the conversation, whenever we would get to something, suddenly he would, a, a, one of those thoughts would jump in. We'd say, oh, there it is. There's that thought. There's that thought. So once, Yona, as you're saying, which is so true, once you identify and you learn, as Rabbi Salatah says, we're put on this world to get to know ourselves. Loving someone is spending time with them, getting to know them. How do you love someone? You get, I want to get to know you. When, you're, when you fall in love with someone, you're like, I want to get to know this person. I want to spend time, I want to get to know. So you got to spend time with yourself. You got to get to know yourself. You got to get to know your thoughts. You got to get to know, what are my thoughts every morning? If you can't answer your question, what are your thoughts every morning? What are my thoughts when, when, it, when it's raining? What are my thoughts when it's, 
You know, when I'm, when I'm tired. What are my thoughts on a Sunday morning? What are my thoughts, you know, when, when, when my roommate, when I walk into my room and my room is a certain way, what are my thoughts? I promise you, you will have... Yitzhi, am I getting attention? You will, oh, actually, never mind. You will have the same... Thank you anyway. You will have the same exact thoughts every time. That's what you will have. You have the same thought. And, and it's about learning to identify. Yes, Yosef. First of all, Shkoyach Yona. Thank you, Yona. First of all, thank you, Yona. Love it. Starting off a week, starting off a morning of sanity, a morning of sanity. Yeah, go. Yes, Yosef. So, uh, what's the way to actually, like, what's the best way to actually sit with yourself and, like, to recognize and acknowledge all this stuff? What's the best way to do it? Right. So, so that's a great question. I would say, I would say the first, the first step is, is you got to get, you got to, you gotta have like you gotta have a lot of notebooks. You gotta have notebooks. You gotta have, write things down. You gotta have. You gotta take your life seriously. People don't take their life serious. They don't take. They don't take themselves seriously. You gotta start off and say, "Okay, I'm on a mission. I'm a man." As we're gonna learn, that's where we're up to, Ms. Lajar. You're gonna start learning how to be a man on a mission. Because when you're a man on the mission. And you're you're not you're living on another planet than other people. When you're on a mission, and you're on a mission of of like I gotta figure myself out, and I'm done not figure I'm done not figuring myself out. And it's a journey. It's a long, long journey. But it's the most beautiful journey you'll ever take in your life. When you're when you're learning yourself, you're getting. It's not about knowing. Right? When you when you date someone, it's not about it's about the process. It's about getting. It's about learning new things about people. It's about learning new things about yourself. First step is you gotta take yourself seriously. You gotta you gotta get yourself a notebook, and you gotta say, okay, how how many hours of my day am I spending investing in myself? How many hours a day am I spending in in and and you can write that down. You want to chart it. You want to have from seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. Whatever time you wake up, 6 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. If it's 10 o'clock, then write 10 o'clock. If it's 11 o'clock, then write 11 o'clock. But again, like we've said, everybody has the same exact 24 hours. We, we all have the same exact 24 hours. How many hours am I sleeping? What do I do from this time to this time? And when am I spending the time? When, when, when? So the fact that you're here... That, that when someone comes to Monsieur Ducharme, and this is guaranteed, I have no, I have no suffix to say this. I this. you come to Monsieur Ducharme for a week straight, two weeks straight. It doesn't have to be every day. You come three times a week, four times a week for two weeks, consistent, inconsistently consistent. It'll already begin changing your life. Guaranteed. I promise. I'm not. I didn't make this up. It's known. Why? Because you're feeding yourself with sanity. You're feeding yourself. Then you pull out a notebook and you start taking notes. You'll be even more sane. You begin taking yourself more seriously. Will it take time? Of course it'll take time. But, but uh, there's no... You know what it is? What's funny is there, people are looking for the tricks. People are looking for the trick to, to get the shortcut, to get to happiness. They're looking for the shortcut. Wait till you're married to have a good marriage. People are waiting to get the shortcut to make a lot of money. Everyone's looking for the trick. There are no tricks. It's very, very simple. You look at something, you, you know, let's talk about positivity. You want to become a more positive person. No, you do. You intentionally, intentionally 
say I want to begin being a more healthy, positive person. Okay, we already talked a little bit about Masil Yasharim, which we'll talk because we're in that zone in Masil Yasharim. But I, I want to really um, first finish with the Chavetz Chaim, with the judging favorably. Um, but, but Yosef, it's a great question. Just that question alone is the beginning of someone's journey. How could I get my life together? How could I strengthen my life? You want to ask yourself that every day. You want to ask yourself that every day. Am I doing the things that I need to be doing? And, 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 and I really would start. I would start with a notebook. I would get five. I would start with getting five notebooks. Get big notebooks. Get small notebooks. Get a notebooks. Get a lot of pens. And start writing. Start writing about your life. Who are you? Where are you headed? What, why are you not being successful in this area? Start writing about it. Start journaling about it. I hate this guy. Why do you hate him so much? Make a list of all the things you hate about him. Why do you hate him? Right? We had that once, right? I had that once with someone. He's like, how do I learn to accept my roommate? I'm like, first hate him. You haven't accepted the fact or, or you haven't recognized the fact that you hate him first. First hate him. First tell me all the things you hate about him. First feel the hatred. And then know what will, then know what will happen. Then you'll begin to say, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me take a step back. Let me take that. We come out, we say, oh, um, we learn. I'm not letting judge. I want to judge favorably on this. So you see a guy, you're like, oh, I do like him. I don't like him. I'm not sure. It's myself. It's blah, blah, blah. And your brain gives you one big mishkebabble. Instead of saying, instead of a person saying, you know what? I really don't like the fact that he's selfish. And all he does is think about himself. And all he does is not blah, blah, blah. And write up a whole thing. And get that clear. And get that clear. You know, just that alone will begin solving the problem. The problem is, is that, and like I said, the problem is we don't want to, we don't want to accept, or we don't want to recognize, we don't want to identify, this is my problem. We want to fight our problem. We're constantly, that's the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah doesn't want us to recognize that this is what I have to work on. Because the second you realize, you know what, you know, and God willing, you'll have this when you're married, he'll say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm having trouble with this in this area with my wife. This stinks. My marriage is not going the way I want my marriage to go. So just say it. Just say that. It's not, it's not the way I want it to be. You could say, my job is just not the way I want my job to be. You're learning, Judaism, whatever you want to say, it's just not the way I want it to be. And you guys are young. You guys are young, but you guys are headed towards, towards life. You guys are headed towards real, real life. And if you're not going to learn how to live like this your whole life, you'll, you'll continue. Life only is going to get busier. Life only is going to get more complicated. Life is only going to get more complex. If you don't learn the, the tools to, to take a step back from yourself, to take out a notebook and say, okay, I'm getting to work. You need a therapist, go to a therapist. You need two therapists, go to two therapists. You need this person to guide you get all the guidance in the world. You want to Google. Nowadays, Baruch Hashem, with the internet, use the internet. Google, how do I become happy? I'm sure you'll have hundreds of hundreds of hundreds. How do I get ready? Start making yourself, how many hours a day are you spending on focusing on how to be happy, how to be loving, how to stop your anxiety, how to be rich, how to be, how to wake. How about this? I want to wake up in the morning excited about life. Google that. I want to wake up in the morning and say, how do I do that? I want to stop getting angry at people. 
You can have hundreds of the tools, the tools that are out there. I'm not just saying to Google everything, but we live in a world you can get books, you can this. If you're dedicated to it, you'll get there. Yeah, good? Yosef, thank you, Yosef. Thank you, Yosef. I like that. I respect that. Yes, Nisano. I just want to say that sometimes we think we can't ignore ourselves like to get job Sometimes people are afraid. Sometimes people are afraid to get to know themselves because they're afraid uh, who's who's in there, and they have shame, and they've done things that that are that they're not proud of, and they've have feelings that they're not happy with, and you know you don't want to get to know someone who's a grouch. You don't want to get to know someone who's sad. You don't want to because you know you know you're going to spend time with that person. But what we don't realize is that they're there with you already. You're already spending time with them. You gotta get to know, you gotta get to know them better and gotta, gotta get to learn them, accept them. It's so really what it is. Right, exactly. You were there for that, yeah. Right, it's true. Right, we're, we're, we, that's where denial comes in. We wanna say like, yeah, I'm all good, I'm all good, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all okay. But the truth is, the truth is, is that the more a person pushes away those feelings and the more a person pushes away the things he doesn't like about himself, then he'll never, he'll never get to really get to know himself because that is part of you. If you've done things that you're not proud of, if you have shame of things that, 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 that you've done or you, you have guilt or whatever it might be, you have, you have bad feelings inside, so then... The, the, the sooner you learn to listen to them, the sooner you learn to notice them. You know, because usually they're childhood things. Usually they're things that we're not proud of, we're ashamed of. And, and those things, you know, need that little kid needs a voice and needs someone to listen to him and needs someone to, to, uh, to you know, to be empathic and to you know, recognize and not to ignore that feeling, to ignore that, those thoughts. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Nisano. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's begin with um, preventing rechilas. One of the things uh, this will talk about for a little bit, preventing rechilas is just like preventing Lashon Hara. Right? When you're in a, when you're in, we're talking to people a lot of times, it's the questions that we ask that, that are very, very dangerous questions. When you ask questions like, oh, so how was the meal? When you ask questions like, oh, so how was the wedding? When you ask questions like, oh, so how was the food at the, how was the band? You ask questions like that, you're really just setting people up for talking Lashon Hara because when you, when you ask certain questions, it's called 
Avak um, Lashon Hara, which is really like a dust that's connected to Lashon I'm not saying something bad about somebody, but I'm setting them up. And when you ask a lot different questions, you're bound to have the person say something negative. So it's very, very dangerous for a person to ask certain questions. So people want to know, so how am I supposed to make conversation? Okay, that's a good question. You have to be careful with what conversations you're making with people. So be very careful with what questions you're asking because that then it makes people just say, you know, or someone says, oh, I don't want to say it's Lashon Hara. You have to be careful with that. Person has to be able to, as we say many times, you got to know who you're hanging out with. You have to know who you're hanging out with. If you're hanging out with someone who you know it's going to lead to Lashon Hara, then you can't, you can't hang out with somebody like that. You got to be careful. There are no surprises. You know this friend is going to talk about other people, is going to talk about this person, is going to ask you certain questions. So then it's your business to be very careful not to get into questions or into conversations with that person. So with that, we start with um, Rechilas. Now, the difference between Rechilas, just to remind ourselves, the difference between Rechilas and Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is straight saying, this person did X, Y, and Z. This person, you know, um, did this thing, was rude, or this person is a rude person, or this person is a selfish person. That's pure Lashon Hara. Rechilas is where, and this is the example, where you can't ask a friend, what did that person say about me? It's when you pin two people against each other and you say, what did that guy say about me? If there is, Because there's a strong chance that the response may contain negative information. So you're not allowed to say, what did that guy say about me? What was he saying about me? Some people are always asking their friends what others think about them. If they don't get a response, they force... Their friend to answer them. I'm day 79, page 200. And some people, and a, a lot of us have this problem because we, we, uh, we want everyone to love us, which is a very normal thing. We want to be loved by everyone. And when someone doesn't like us, we want to, <coughs> we want to justify, we want to understand how that person can love us. We want to make amends. We want to change who we are. So sometimes we ask other people, what did that guy say about me? And then, and then that causes a fight when the person answers that question. He says, oh, he thought that you're this, he thought that you're that. Um, you know, and people many times also ask, and they want to ask it that, that the person, you know, it, it'll be good for me. I want to be able to talk to that person. I want to be able to explain to that person certain things. You have to be careful with that as well. Meaning if you know that there's someone coming in who wants to make peace between two people, that could be. That could be okay. If someone's saying, listen, I know you guys are fighting with each other and I'd like to get you guys together to talk, that could be that that would be okay. But otherwise, the person has to be very, very careful if he starts telling you what this guy said because usually that results in there being bad feelings towards each other. Okay, question, comments on the um, halacha and then we'll go to Masil Susharam. Please, question, comments? Okay, good. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us we should, we, we'll, that will be zocha. We zocha to see the good in each other. We'll be zocha not to judge, to judge anyone. 
will listen to only wonderful things from other people, will be zocha to, to love ourselves more, because that's what it comes down to, will be zocha not to hear any rechilas, not to accept any rechilas or any lashon hara for us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay, let's begin um, our, our journey together again. Um, as we spoke out on Thursday, and this is something that, that really just needs, uh, can be said over every day. And that is the question of um, clarifying what my mission is in life. Clarifying what it is that I'm here to do. Whether that's on a macro level, whether it's a what do I want to do in five years from now, where do I see myself in five years from now, or on a micro level, which is what do I see myself today? How do I see myself living today? And what happens is, what happens is, excuse me, what happens is a person many times doesn't ask himself this question. And the question is, and this is what the Ramchal says, one of the missions in life is for a person to clarify my mission in life. One of your missions in life is to learn to clarify what it is that I'm here to do. That's why a person was given das. A person was given the ability to be aware. A person was given the ability to have thoughts and to think about life. What differentiates, what differentiates us from animals is the fact that we can think. And we could think of the past, we could think of the future, we could think of God, we could think of purpose, we can analyze who we are, we can get clear, we can think and search for MS to say what is true, what is not true, how can I find Myself and the greatest, the greatest, I would say, um, a challenge of this generation, and, I, and I'm and I'm okay with saying it. I think one of the greatest, I'll say it like that. I think one of the greatest challenges of our generation is our, as <clears throat> our distraction from 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 really focusing on ourselves, and our distraction of us really spending the proper time needed for us to develop, to develop who we are. And if a person would just spend the time developing himself, and a person would just spend the time really, really learning himself and understanding himself, and a person would really, really get clear what it is that I'm here on this planet to do. What is my purpose? What is my mission? As I was saying before, when you're on a mission... When you're on a mission, it says the, the, um, one of the most frustrating things that a person can live with is the fact that, that he doesn't have what to do. He doesn't have a purpose. His purpose of who he is, he's not bringing out that purpose. When a person's depressed and he's down, he's like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not really sure where I'm supposed to be. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do today. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do in the next hour. I'm not sure how to do it. I'm not sure how to do this, how to do that. I'm not sure what it is that I want to do. 
And the first step, the Ramchal says, the first step is getting clarity. Getting that clarity of this is what I'm going to do this week. This is what I'm going to do today. This is what I'm going to do this year. This is what I'm going to do in this, as I've said many, many, many times. And, and you can't think about this too many times. You could, you could overthink this as much. It's not even overthinking it. Is what is my main thing? Ask yourself that question. If you have to ask it this morning, even though you asked it on Thursday, ask it again this morning. If you have to ask it tomorrow, ask it again tomorrow. What is my main thing? Am I trying to learn Hebrew? Am I trying to get up in the morning? Am I trying to be happy? Am I trying to develop a relationship with somebody? Am I trying to understand myself better? Am I trying to learn how to judge favorably? Am I, what, what am I trying to do? And I think what we miss, what we miss is that first step. And that first step is mission. Put that mission by your bed. Put that mission in the mirror. Put that mission, write it. However many times you have to write it, say it. However many times you have to say it. When a person becomes, right, you guys know that story. There's that famous, there's that famous, um, from I don't know if you guys know, Eric Thomas. He's a great motivational speaker. He's phenomenal. Well, he has a thing, something, be phenomenal. Right, so Eric Thomas, I don't know if you guys ever heard him. He has, I remember when I heard this for the first time, um, many years ago, someone said this on Sukkot. I've said this to you guys where he said, he, this, uh, um, this guru came and he says, how am I going to make you successful? And he says, okay, um, uh, I'll make you successful. He says, meet me at the beach at 5 o'clock in the morning and I'll show you how to be successful. So they meet at the beach and he says, okay, let's go, come down. And they're there and the guy's wearing a suit. And he's like, what, 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 are you, what are you doing? He's, he's in his bathing suit, whatever it is. He takes off his suit. He gets in his bathing suit. He says, come with me in the water. He's like, what is going on over here? I thought you were teaching me how to be successful. So he brings him into the, he says, come with me. And he starts walking into the ocean. And they're like, okay, I don't know what this guy's doing. They walk into the ocean. They go further. He's like, I thought I, thought I hired you to teach me how to be successful. He says, you know, the guy's not listening to him, doesn't, doesn't, you know, pay any attention to him. And then he shoves his head under the water. And the guy, like, gets up and he's like, this guy's kick. I'm hiring this guy to help me be a, 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 a successful guy and this guy's going to kill me. And then he, again, he pushes his head in the water like he's drowning him. And the guy gets up and he's like, and then he says to him, he says to him, what were you thinking while you were under the water? What were you thinking when you were under the water? He says, all I was just thinking about is, I got to breathe, I got to breathe, I got to breathe. That's all he was thinking. He says, you weren't thinking about anything else? He says, nope, I wasn't thinking about anything else. All I was thinking about was, I got to breathe, I got to breathe, I got to breathe. He said, that's how you become successful. When the only thing you think about, when the only thing you think about, when you become obsessed with being successful, when you become obsessed with, with being happy, you got to become obsessed. When you love it, you're like, all my life, I wake up in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, i got to free myself from anxiety. Someone says the word anxiety, I want to learn about anxiety. You look it up. Someone says anxiety, I want to hear about it. I want to read about it. I want to You become obsessed. That's all you think about. That's your main thing. 
Your main thing is to keep your main thing. Your main thing is not just a great slogan and a cool thing that we say main thing three times. That's not what's so great about it. That the main thing is to keep the main thing. It's when you start living like that. When you start living like that and you say, the pr- and this is where the problem lies. And then I, I want to hear from you guys. This is where the problem lies. Yeah, we'll get to you, Huda. The problem lies is that you don't have a main thing. You don't have that main thing. And then someone says, oh, well, I have a lot of main things. Okay, well, let's start with one. I got a lot of main things. Okay, so start with one and start tackling one. You haven't even tackled one. It's like, and, and, that's, and, that's, and that's our generation where it's, where, it's, where it's pieces. It's just pieces. I'll deal with anxiety for 10 minutes and I'll deal with happiness. It's ADD. We're all attention deficit disorder. We're all fragmentized all over the place, fragmentized of, oh, I think this, and then I think this, I gotta work on this, but I don't really work on this, I dabble here, I dabble here, I don't really get to the bottom of it. But when a person says, you know what, this is what I'm doing, I'm gonna do it and nothing in the world will stop me. Nothing, and it could be to the most basic thing. It could be the most basic thing in your life. It could be so basic. It could be my main thing is I'm learning how to think. I'm going to learn before, before I react. I'm going to learn to think before I react. I'm going to, I'm going to, or like we said before, I'm going to start learning my, why am I so negative? Why am I so negative? I want to start writing down my negative thoughts. Imagine you start doing, you get a notebook and you say, that's why I say getting notebooks and writing things. You know what that shows? That shows that you're serious about yourself. Otherwise, okay, it's cute. You're dabbling. All you're doing is dabbling and you'll continue to dabble. But when a person really says, you know what, I gotta get down to the bottom of this. I wanna, someone says, oh, I have trouble feeling. I don't feel. Okay, so what are you doing about it? I mean, are you doing yoga? Are you, how many are you doing hypnosis? How many things have you tried? How many things have you tried to get down to the bottom of whatever you gotta get to that? How many years have you done it for? How many months have you done it for? How many hours of your day have you done it? Go, Yuda. Um, okay. um, I probably take one step deeper. Mm-hmm. I, I, or I'm not sure what you're saying. You need to have a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like, it can be a little dangerous when we're trying to focus on the macro view of the next five years. We have to have a game that's tired to turn it So is it maybe better to focus, as I mean, this is what I'm saying, focus more on the why than the what? If you're focusing more on the why, the mission, as opposed to the what, <laughs> Well, well, you, well, okay, I'm not, yeah, you need what, right, you need the why to the what, what, what do you, I'm, I'm not sure what, so first of all, just on the five-year, you need both, meaning you want, you want to say, what are my five-year goal, what's my one-year goal, what's my one-month goal, what's my one, uh, you, you, you'll never lose by having too many perspectives and saying, I got my five-year plan, I got, I could change, I could change that. I got my one-year plan, I got one, my one-month plan, I got my one-week plan, I got my one-day plan, I got my one-hour plan. Ha, halavai. So that's number one on that point. As far as your why, your why is really, is really like I think Shia was saying, your why follows your what. Your why, because remember, discipline is remembering why. Discipline is remembering why I want to do what I want to do. People who are disciplined 
are people who remember what it is that they want to do and why they want to do it. So you're 100% right, Yehuda. But you first need your what? What is it that I want to accomplish? Then you could say, why is it that I want to accomplish that? Because I want to do X, Y, and Z. Then you remind yourself of why you want to do it. But why, why, why? I'm saying, well, you, you, you first want to say, what do I want to, what am I doing? What am I doing? Is what, what, what are you doing? Meaning, you're sitting here in Masil Susharim. So there's something that got you to sit, to come, to decide, this is what I want to do. My why is why I'm here. Right. So then the what follows, what I want, what, why I'm here. So which, you're, you're saying, meaning you're saying, if I say what I want to accomplish, I want to be happy. That's why I'm reading the book. I want, no, but I'm saying, I want happiness. Okay, you could say, why do I want happiness? That might be overanalyzing. Right. Right, so I, I think I wouldn't, I, 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 let's just keep it simple. Here, here, let's keep it simple. I want to be happy, right? I think everybody could relate to that. I don't want to have, I want to be, I want to have peace. I don't want to have anxiety. I want to be secure enough that I don't need to get everyone's approval all the time. I want to feel good about myself. So that's the what. I want to feel good about myself. Right? I want to feel, what do I have to do? What are the things that I need to do? That's all. Let's just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I, I think that it's pretty, pretty basic. What is it that I want? I think that, the, and the problem is, our first step is not clear. What is it that I want? First, you have to decide, what is it that you want? What do I want? I want to be happy. I want to be anxiety free. I want to stop uh, uh, drinking. I want to stop smoking. I want to be able to not have my phone. I want to stop going on my phone. That's what I want. I want to have a better relationship. So great. That's that's what you want. Now, how are you going to get there? What are you going to get? What are you going to do to get there? But the first step is yisparer yisamit eitzel haadam ma chovaso be olamo. First, you got to clarify, crystallize, come to the truth of what it is that I'm doing on this planet today. Sunday morning, what am I doing today? How is today going to be better than yesterday? And I want to say something on that. It doesn't have to be 50% better. It could be 1%. How could I, there's an exercise that, that Nathaniel Brandon has. You could look, I think we have the book here on... Um, the six pillars of self-esteem. And in the back, I remember I used to do this many years ago. It has, how can I add to my day 3% of happiness? How can I add to my day 3%, 2%, 1% of awareness today? How can I strengthen myself in this area a little bit more? It doesn't have to be a lot. Sometimes when we think of changing, we think of black and white. I got to go from this end to the other end. You don't have to do that. You add a, right, Dovi Sauer said it. If you add 5%, if you add 2% a year, if you upgrade yourself 2% every year, so in 50 years, 50 years, you're 100%. You got it 100%. That's only if you do 2%. If you do 1%, if you add 1% extra happiness a day, you concentrate, 
People think, oh, I got to start learning more. So learn one more minute today than you did yesterday. Learn five more minutes, two more minutes. Daven with one more, one more percentage of kavana. Not, oh, I'm going to daven. People say, I'm going to daven the whole Shmanasra with kavana. I'm going to daven with kavana. Why davening with kavana? Say, I'm going to say one sentence. I'm going to say one line in davening. I'm going to try and imagine that I'm standing in front of Hashem for one line. Okay, then you can space out the rest. It takes time. These things take time. The way we work it is we say, okay, I got to concentrate and I got to have full kavana during davening. That's how, that's, it. that's how we think. And it's like that in everything in life. I got to become happy. I got to become happy. Bam, I'm happy. No, no, no. Today I'm going to try and push myself. I'm going to become aware. I want to become aware of when I... Imagine you have a notebook and you become aware. At the end of the day, you become aware of during the day. You write it down that this triggers me. What triggers you? Imagine if you know what gets you upset. Imagine if you get clear. Because I promise you, it's consistent. It's the same exact thing that will happen every day. It's the same. It might not be the same person. It might not be the same exact manifestation of it. But it's the same thing that comes up all the time. We, we're, we're very predictable. We're very, very predictable. Yes, Yonatan. Um, so when you uh, get yourself obsessed with something, and you make something number one, right. you kind of automatically have the rest of it number two. And when the life goes on, it kind of get more complex and more complicated because all the number twos become big sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what I was saying. A lot of times we don't start with the number one because, because we have so many things to do. They say, I think in business, I remember reading this many years ago. They say one of the reasons that businesses have trouble uh, sh- becoming, working on their business, which is, by the way, the difference between leadership and management, which I'll talk about in a second. The reason businesses can't work on themselves is because they're too busy running their business. I'm too busy. Right? That's the biggest, that's the, Masil Sharm says, the reason I, have, I, can't, I don't have time to work on myself. I don't have time to make that the main thing. I don't have time to make that the main thing. So instead, everything is, just falls to the side. Right? Management, they say that's the difference between management and leadership. Management is you're working within the system. You work within the system. The wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. But at least the wheel is spinning. Groundhog day, here we go. Wake up the same thing, oh, oh, here we go. Pay the bills, pay the this, uh, the bobblehead. Living a life, that's the wheel of spinning. The wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. There's nothing going on, he's not there. He's not, he, he's not recreating, he's not falling in love. He's not re-living, you know, living. he's just stuck in this wheel. This wheel of, 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 of whatever it is, of life. Tichbar avoda. Leadership, to be a leader, is to take a step back. And a leader, not only do with leaders, other people. Leadership within yourself is taking a step back and saying, how can I change myself? How can I be different? How can I have a better relationship? You know, we, we, what we do is we, we, um, we, we sell ourselves out and we sell ourselves out to being mediocre. We sell ourselves to being okay. We sell ourselves, right, to saying, oh, how's this? It's okay. How's that? It's good. How's my learning? It's all right. How's your morning? It's okay. It's fine. 
It's all right. How's your finances? It's okay. I can get by with it. How's my relationship with my wife? Just wait for that, guys. How's your relationship with your wife? It's all right. If, you, just, if there's one thing you learn from me here in this yeshiva, I mean it. It's one thing you take home with you. This my, for real. It's one thing you take home. If you ever look in the mirror, you ever feel you're laying in bed and you're like, okay, I'm married for 10 years. I'm married, whatever, with my kids. And like, it's all right. Like, whatever. Then get scared. Get scared. Never. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't take hard work. But you want your marriage to be incredible. You want your relationship with your kids to be phenomenal. Not like, all right, it's okay. It's all right. You'll roll your eyes and you'll go to Kiddush. By then they'll have green Kiddushes. They'll have blue Kiddushes. You'll be able to get high in shul by then. Now you get high in by Kiddush. Then they'll give out, I'm sure, sucking candies if they don't already until you get a high so you can have more kavana during, uh, during Musaf. I'm sure they had that already. So, so, but what's the point? What's the point? So you'll be high, and then you'll, you'll roll your eyes at the Kiddush Club when you have your third shot, and then by the time you get home, you'll stumble getting home, and you'll be all okay to say, yeah, my, my marriage and my life is okay. So I'm going to tell you something. The enemy of great, the enemy of great is good, not bad. The enemy of greatness is Okay, is living an okay life. No, I don't want to live an okay life. I didn't come down to this crazy planet. I didn't come down to this really whacked out world to, uh, to have an okay life. We all came down to this world to have a great life. And it's hard. It's hard to get there. It's, it's, it's let, me, let me see how to say it. It's, it, it takes work, but it's not, it's not so complicated. It's not as complicated. Yes, Aaron. Thank you, Yonatan. Thank you, Yonatan. And the fact that you're sitting here, right? Yonatan came. Yonatan, Kenai uh, Nahara has, uh, has a whole family back in America. His wonderful, cute children. He's married 10 years. Mir Tashem, married 10 years. He came to Eretz Yisrael for a week with his wife, just he and his wife. Seeing his wife, that's, that's what life's about. That's what life's about. Life's about pressing pause, stepping away, and saying, how can I, how can I change? Because you're running around with your children and your family. Ask him. He was sitting right where you guys were sitting. You run around in life with your children and your family and paying bills. But sometimes... The hamster, I'm not saying, you, you, I'm not saying you're, you're a hamster. If you would be saying you would be... Uh... No, I'm not saying you're a hamster. And I'm not saying you're dead. I'm just saying we all know that feeling. We all know that feeling is that, is that the busyness of life, the busyness of life, and then you're just, you're just missing the boat. But when you take the time to come to Eretz Yisrael, to come to Shear, to come to rejuvenate, to come to re, re-examine your life, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So, so Yasha calls for you. Yonatan. Yasha calls for you. That's a shot. Yeah, who had their... Uh, so, oh, yeah, Aaron, sorry. Just like a quick clarify. Yeah, please, please. In, in order to, to force, like, to make sure that that won't necessarily, you know, happen, that you won't be 10 years with no marriage and be thinking, you know, oh, it's all right, you know, the kids and the relationship with your wife, do you for, like, in order to make sure that those relationships will develop, 
well and put that work in and everything will, will go well. Let's run a chef. Like, you have to really just develop that relationship with yourself. Because then you right. like, yeah. like that you, you can't get to that point with your wife or your kids unless you have, like, unless you have worked on developing that relationship with yourself. Yes. But Is that that... You're asking, you're saying, you're commenting. I'm saying, I'm not... I, I'm like, I'm asking just kind of like if I have that, like, Yeah, I, I think, first of all, it's a great... I'm happy that you're asking the clarification. People misunderstand this, and they think that, okay, if I do the work now, when I'm 22, when I'm 23, whatever, however old you are going to be when you get married, so you do the proper work, and then you'll be okay. That's not the way it works. What it works is, you have to ask yourself... Long term, long term, I need to learn these tools. I need to learn these principles. Some of these principles are how much time am I spending working on myself? That you're going to have to do in five years from now, in ten years from now. As I say, as I say almost every year, you know, Rabbi Alexander, the great grandfather sitting here, what is he sitting here for? Because even when you become a great grandfather, you want to be working, developing yourself. It's not, about, it's not about the trick of how am I going to you know, uh, make sure that I have a great relationship with my wife. The only way you're going to have a great relationship with your wife is if you're going to work on having a great relationship with your wife. The only way you can have a great relationship with your wife is if you work on yourself. And that takes a lot of work, not just at 19, 20 years old. It's a real whole paradigm. It's like shifting your whole brain. That's why people think. They think, oh, well, I got it. I understood. I understood it. Right? Yonatan's been listening to me. You know, he could tell you. We spoke about it over Shabbos. Yonatan's been listening for me for many, many years. And he told me. He said it straight out. He says he's always heard the same thing from me, that the most important thing is your relationship with your wife. But that doesn't mean that you're going to have a good marriage. A person could say, I know the most important thing is, right, that I got, to, I got to think about my life. But do you think about your life? I know the most important thing is I got to invest in myself. But do you invest in yourself? So I, 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 I don't know if I'm answering your question. But the point is, Aaron, and this is for all of us, is that this is not something that you get and you write down and then you have it. Right? As I put on the quote chat, the profile line for the quote chat is this for a reason. Which is what? Is that motivation doesn't last. And neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. L- knowing what life is about doesn't last. You can know right now. I got the clarity. I have clarity. That's why I say the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Most people don't even have the main thing. That's number one. First, you've got to have the main thing. Then, when you have the main thing, you've got to keep it as the main thing. That's the problem. If anyone says, why did you come to yeshiva this year? I'm not asking you that to answer that question. Why did I come to yeshiva this year? Why did I come this morning to Mazil Zizharim? What do I want? What type of day? What did I say myself to myself on Shabbos, or as Shabbos was ending, this is the type of week that I want to have. Do you remember that you said that? Are you able to remind yourself of the truth? That's what life is about. 
Life is not about, I hope I wake up 10 years married and I have a good marriage. It's, am I reminding myself every day that this is what I want? Because if you do that and you make that the main thing, then you will have a great marriage. And you will get to wherever and you'll be happy. Forget about a great marriage. You want to become a happy person? You can't, it's not about making a decision to become a happy person. That's step one. Does that help? Thank you, Aaron. Beautiful Aaron. I like that. I like that. Good. And you guys all here, and I've said this, I've said this many times. Make sure you get this right if this, if this is on the video. Because I say I have bad news and good news. You've got to have both. You can't just have the bad news, right? The bad news is, and I've said this many times, I've got to say it more and more. The bad news is, the bad news is, dead fish go with the flow. The bad news is, the bad news is that, that if you don't change, nothing's going to change. Nothing will change. So you'll be miserable. This is the bad news. You'll be miserable. You'll get angry. You'll be lazy. You'll continue giving into your desires. You'll continue being in denial. You'll continue being an angry person. You'll continue. You won't have a good marriage. The statistics are against everybody. Let's how about how about we'll say it like that. The bad news is it's all against the the things are going against. And just wait. You guys are going to have to deal with your children and other people's children, and you guys have to deal with the whole gender and all that wacko stuff that's going on. Rahmanul Islam. I'm saying I don't I don't know how you're going to deal with that. You have to deal with the gender issues and sexual issues and all the weird stuff that's that's in the middle of. Of for your children, for the next generation, for the next generation. So, so the so the statistics are against you, as far as happiness, anxiety, as far as laziness, as far as money. All that's all against you. That's all going about right as uh, as Chagai Wiesen. What? Chagi Wiesenberg. I don't know why I never forget remember his name. Chagi Wiesenberg says, "I heard it from Rabbi Lef." That, that this is, the world is a downward, downward escalator. So if you're just hanging out like this, that's the bad news. The bad news is if you're just making a living, making a living, getting married, having children, checking off, thank you, Zach, Dr. Zach, checking off all the boxes, then you will naturally just have it difficult. That's the bad news. The good news is we're having this conversation now. That's the good news. The good news is if, you, if you're young, you're 19, you're 20, you're 21, you're 25, however old you are, you could take a step back and say, I'm going to get to work. Aaron can say, I'm going to get to work. I'm going to make a list. And I'm going to make sure no matter what, I'm going to make sure I'm going to get there. And there ain't nothing that's going to stop me to get there. That's the good news. The good news is I could dream to say, I'm going to have a great marriage. And I don't care what's gonna, what it's going to take. I don't care what it's going to take. I'm going to have a good marriage. I'm not going to talk Lashon Hara at my dining room table. I don't care what it takes. I'm not talking Lashon Hara in my house. I'm going to love my children. I'm going to say I love you to my children every morning, no matter how hard it is. Whatever you're going to make up, you're going to do. It takes time. Takes effort, takes a lot of time and effort. But that's the good news. The good news is everyone here is not 50. If I was talking to a bunch of 50-year-olds, it would be uh, it would be harder, It'd be much harder. Because I'd say, okay, let's talk about regret. <laughs> let's talk about all the things that that uh, we we could have done and could have been. 
and hopefully, I don't know what we could do. And I mean that. I really mean that. I really mean that. You guys are 19, 20, 21, 22. However old you are, you have that ability to, to create whatever it is that you want to create. Okay, let's wrap up. Zach, you want to wrap us up? Yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. you're saying Zach is that is that it's taking the time to prioritize and to really say that what it what is what is the most important thing for me in my day because there there are a lot of things what is the priority what's my priority and how can I learn to prioritize better and and get the things that are because there are many important things it's learning also sometimes when somebody says something you don't need to like it could just fly over your head right correct right but then again, but that's part of the prioritization. Because if you're in your zone, you always have to remember this, everyone. When you're on your mission, you don't care as much what people think. If you're caring what people think. So first of all, two things. It's very normal to care what people think. Don't think there's something wrong with you if you care what other people think. But the more you care what people think, it really means that you're not, you don't really have such a strong mission. Because if you have a strong mission, I don't even have time to care what people think. Because I got stuff to do. I don't got time to care what people think. Because I'm on, I'm on the road. I'm on the road. I'm on a journey. I don't have time to care what people think. If you're, if you're obsessed with other people, it means that you're not obsessed with yourself. You got to be obsessed. People think like, oh, you're all into your, yourself. You're thinking about yourself. You're self-conscious. You're not thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about yourself. If you're so worried what other people are saying about you, what other people are thinking about you, go do your thing. Go live your life. Doesn't mean you can't take advice. Doesn't mean you can't get advice. But you're living your life. You're living who you want to live. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us as our biggest fear sometimes at this stage is your future. And I can tell you, as much as I, I, I can tell you, I can say it, I can't say it enough. Don't worry about your future. There's nothing to worry about. It doesn't mean you can't plan your future. I didn't say don't plan your future. You could plan a future. But the, the, the greatest worry you want to have is today. How can I have a great day today? What can I do today to make myself have? And, and I want to say something. 
like I said before, it's not so much about just having a great day. It's maybe picking something, picking something, pick something, and say, what can I do today? Maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta learn today how to, how to listen, like we spoke Friday night a little bit. Maybe let me listen before I talk. Let me be, let me, let me not react so quickly. Let me see what triggers me. Doesn't have to be having a great day, doesn't have to be whatever we imagine the great day. It could be, I pick something that I wanna focus on today. And when a person does that, that's how you create your future. That's how you become successful in your future. Hashem will help each and every one of us as we begin a new week. Hashem will help us create whatever it is that we feel that we want to create. Hashem should help all of us to live today, not to worry about your past, don't worry about tomorrow. The best thing you could do for your past and for tomorrow is today. Have a wonderful day, everybody.